Welcome to the BCS Podcast, where we explore the basics of computer science concepts. I'm your host, Saran, founder of Code Newbie. And I'm Vaidehi Joshi, author and developer. And she is the brilliant mind behind the BCS blog series. Today, we are continuing our conversation on tries. This season of BCS is brought to you by Dev Discuss. Dev Discuss is a show I work on with the team at Dev, an international supportive community for developers. The show addresses the many burning topics that pop up on Dev every day and is hosted by Jess Lee and Ben Halper, two of Dev's co-founders. Past episodes have included unpopular opinions with Kelsey Hightower, staff developer advocate at Google Cloud and a legendary voice in tech. So an unpopular opinion should be like, Computers were a mistake. Was <laughs> was this all worth it? And how changing your name is a difficult, unsolved, and sometimes personally devastating problem in tech. I basically walk through this world through this minefield of not knowing when I'm going to have this like sort of deep emotional wound reopened. As well as how little-known tools can have big productivity gains. And I think it gives me the sense of structure, which I really enjoy. And also, you can color code different things. Each episode features interesting guests from diverse backgrounds who are active in the software space. This podcast is your place for burning tech questions, answers, and genuine conversations. And we also end each episode with commentary from the everyday developers who call Dev home. You'd be surprised how many things making music and coding have in common. True to the Dev community, Dev Discuss wouldn't be possible without the input from all of you. So listen, rate, and subscribe to Dev Discuss wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, let's do a quick recap. What is a try? So a try is a data structure that kind of looks like a tree. So we could say it's Mm -hmm. like tree-like. Tree-esque. Oh yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. Tree-esque. It's a tree-esque. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I won't say that word again. I don't know That'll what that work. was. That totally worked. Yes. <laughs> it's yeah. tree-like, but actually it's very different from trees because it has some more rules that it has to follow in terms of how it is created and used. And probably the biggest difference in terms of what makes it different from a tree, for example, like a binary search tree, is mm-hmm. it is really used to store letters of the alphabet. So we use tries to contain strings and substrings, mm. which is why the nodes in a try usually correspond to the letters of some alphabet. And I remember there are just a lot of nodes involved, right? Because you had a node and then it had 26 nodes that may or may not actually be used. And then each one of those, the 26 nodes that may or not be, it seemed like very nodey. Oh, yeah, very nodey. And, and there's some arrays too, which is kind yeah. of interesting because really it's like a data structure that like within the node, there's also an array basically. Like a node is an array with references to other nodes that are also arrays. And those <laughs> references could be pointing somewhere. And if they point somewhere, that means there's node that exists there. And if they don't point anywhere, basically they're empty. It's like mm-hmm. a combination of a few different things in order to create a try data structure. Yeah. Last week, we talked about how to create a try and how to add to a try. How do we delete from a try? We haven't talked about that yet. Deleting from a try, there are really only two steps, but it's important to highlight what step one is and what step two is and why you have to do it in that order. And we'll see why in a second. But maybe should we start with like an example and then try to remove something from it? Yeah. 
So let's say that we have a try where the root node is empty and usually it's an empty string, which we talked about mm -hmm. last episode. And it has two keys within it. Yes. It has keys for the string pi, as in mm -hmm. P-I-E. And it has a key for the string pies, P-I-E-S. And because they're keys, at the end of the last letter of each of these keys, there's a value. And this, yes. We've also talked about this in the last episode. So mm -hmm, in the mm -hmm. case of pi singular, let's say that the key pi has a value of five, which means at the node E, there's a value of five. And mm -hmm. let's say for the plural, P-I-E-S, multiple pies, there's a value of 12. Now, if we wanted to remove a key value pair, so if we basically wanted to say, you know what, we don't want one of these keys. We don't want multiple pies. We just want one pie. Mm -hmm, I don't know mm -hmm. why you would do that in real life, but you know, <laughs> it's all right. We're dealing with tries, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so let's say we want to delete the key pies, P-I-E-S, but we want to leave yeah. the key pie, P-I-E, singular. So if we wanted to remove that key, what we have to do is find the node that contains the value for that key first. Okay. So do you know which one that would be? That'd be the S, right? Yeah, totally. Okay. I was just... And I was like, please don't let that be a trick Because <laughs> if it's not S, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's S. You're totally right. So once mm -hmm. we find the node that contains the value for that key, in our case, pies, once we find the node that contains the value 12, which is S, the first thing we're going to do is we're going to set the value to... Null. Mm. So we're going to remove the value. Notice we're okay. not doing anything else with the node. All we're doing is we're basically just saying, I'm going to take the key that exists in this try and I'm going to clear out its value. Yeah. So no 12. Exactly. So okay. the node S still exists. Yes. But it has no value. Okay. So now what we've done is we've removed the key that exists in the try, but mm -hmm. we've kept the node. The second step, and this is the part where maybe it seems weird, but Hopefully it makes sense if you think about it. We're going to look at the node whose value we just removed, in this case, S. It's yeah. no longer a key, but it's still in the structure. And we're going to mm -hmm. check that node, and we're going to look at all of its references, which basically means we're going to look at its array and see if there are any references to other nodes. So if there are okay. any pointers in that array that are pointing elsewhere, we need to check what those are. Mm -hmm. And if they are all null if they're all empty, which basically means if there are no children coming from this node, if after the node S there are no other letters, then we can basically remove the letter S. There's, okay. there's no value to it. There's no, there's literally there's no, no value. And it's yeah. not adding anything. It's not like a... It's not doing anything. It's just taking up space for no gosh darn reason. Yeah. Typical S. Yeah. Typical S. <laughs> <laughs> Those are actually the two steps, really. Okay. Like those are the two things. We just find the node, remove any value it had, and then check its references. Okay. So I have a proposition. Okay. So what if instead of deleting the key pies, say we don't even want to mess with that key, say instead we're like, okay, let's delete the key pie, singular, P-I-E. Okay, so we're going to do step one, which is to go to the key. So go to E and take the, the value for that, which is five, and we're going to make it null. We're going to reset it so it's going to be null. Mm -hmm. Now that it's null, 
we are going to check to see if it has any references of its own. And it does because we also have pies, Mm -hmm. plural. So because it has a reference of its own that goes to the S node, then we cannot delete it because we'd be messing us up and deleting our other key. So we just leave it as null and... I think that's it. Yeah, exactly. And okay. and that was why I was kind of like, oh, it might seem weird, but there's a reason. And the reason is mm. when we reset our tree and we were like, okay, instead of deleting pies, let's delete pi. Well, we're only trying to delete one key and we're not trying to do anything with the other one. So if we deleted the node E after setting its value to null, then we would lose that whole key and you'd have an orphan node and you also wouldn't have the key pies anymore. Mm -hmm. It's tricky the first time maybe because you have to remember to check if it has any children. But then once you remember that check, I think deleting is pretty straightforward. Okay, so now that we know how to delete from a try, what else? What else should we know about them? Well, I think that there are some similarities between tries and another familiar old friend, Mm -hmm. hash tables. Yeah. Yeah, this has come up a couple times, I feel like. Yeah, I think after covering sorting algorithms, they came up, and I might have even mentioned it in the last episode, but they seem to be, like, similar in a few different ways. The first obvious thing is they both use arrays. Mm -hmm. And we'll remember from previous discussions on hash tables, they basically have a set size, and you have a little hashing function that... When you give it some sort of input, it tells you where to stick it, where it should live in the array. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. between the hashing function and the array, you can always know where to find things and where to put them and where to retrieve them later. So tries are similar in that they use arrays because every single node has an array, right? Like the array is 26 slots long and each of them has potentially a pointer somewhere or maybe it's null. And you can also retrieve data from it. And in our case, what we've been retrieving is strings and subsets of strings. And those have been the keys. And usually there's a value. So there's like a similar like, if this value exists, give it to me. And it's like a hit. And if it doesn't Mm -hmm. exist, well, there's nothing there. It's a miss. Mm. So there's like a little bit of similarity, but there are some differences too. Okay. So what are the differences? So even though they both use arrays, hash tables deal with hash collisions by using linked mm-hmm. lists. So okay. when you get to a slot, you know, a bucket in a hash table, if you have multiple instances of something or multiple things that live in that bucket, you can deal with it by basically having a pointer to a linked list of items. Mm-hmm. That's one of the ways. Tries don't have linked lists. Tries have pointers, right? And yes. we've seen that one node can have a pointer to another node, and that's how the mm-hmm. try is structured. But These two differences, the use of linked lists and hash tables and the use of pointers in tries, shows us what's the pro and the con between the two. Mm. So as I mentioned, a hash table has a hash function, but a try doesn't need a hash function. So that's kind of nice. Not that hash functions are bad. It's just that you don't need one because every key in a try is represented with string. Right. And so every key is unique. So you don't need to worry about collisions because if you have a key, it's a string, then you will have a value and you're not going to have multiple instances of that string. You just have one Mm, key and there will always be a value for it if it exists in the try. That's really convenient. Yeah. And you don't need a hash function to tell you where to look because you can just traverse down the try structure and find if 
that node has a value and that means you have mm-hmm, a key. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't have a value, there's no key. However, there is one annoying thing with tries and that has to do with his pointers, which Uh-oh. basically, I guess what I'm trying to say is there's a lot of them. <laughs> okay, because I, I was thinking about that because it feels like, you know, you start off with the root node, which has nothing, and then it, you know, it's it's empty, no value. And then it has like 26 pointers, and then maybe one of them is full, and then that one has like 26 more, and then maybe that. It just feels like there's a lot going on. Yes. With like no actual data in the stuff that's going on. So I will say one thing, which is yeah. there is actually a constant number of pointers because each time we add a node, which basically means each time we add a letter into the try, Uh there are only ever 26 references because there are 26 letters in the alphabet. And it's not going to change in the context of our try. So if we have five words in the try or 5,000, the number of pointers actually doesn't grow. So that's a Mm. constant value. But I do agree that like the number of pointers that could potentially be empty is kind of annoying. And I will challenge our listeners to think about ways to optimize tries, which I won't get into, which I didn't actually learn about even until recently. But Mm. there are ways to improve it. But I would just say that they're constant. So it's actually not as terrible as maybe we think. It's not great, Mm -hmm. but it's not like horrific either because they're not growing as you grow the try. It's always just 26 pointers. Mm -hmm. That is a downside. But here's an upside. When you create a try, the amount of work you're actually doing, the hardest part, I guess, is when you're adding words into the try. And if you have an empty try, well, you're always going to have to add a lot of nodes, a lot of letters. But if you've already created a try and a lot of words exist in it, a lot of keys are already inserted, then the bulk of the work is already done, which is kind of nice. Because Mm. now, say you've got a hundred different keys in the try and you want to add something and maybe a substring of that, the word you want to add already exists. Well, now you can just work your way down the try and say, oh, I have this letter. I have this letter already. I have this other Mm. letter. Maybe I just need to add one more node. So if you've already created the try. You've made the investment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You've made an upfront investment and... You do less work as the try grows in size because I guess the intermediate nodes, the branches of the try have already been built up. So to add Mm. a value isn't necessarily a really hard thing to do. So how do tries perform? Because so far they sound, actually, I can't really tell. Like the fact that there can only be 26 sounds like it's going to be a good thing, but then there's still a lot of like empty nodes that are hanging out. So I'm actually not even sure how to how to guess it. How do tries perform in terms of uh, big notation? When it comes to, let, let's talk about creating the try because I kind of just was talking about how that's the upfront investment. That's kind of the harder right, part. Right. And you kind of see that reflected in the big O notation for the runtime complexity of creating this try structure. And that's Mm -hmm. dependent on two things. First, it's dependent on how many words, how many keys the try could contain. Okay. And it also depends on how long they are. Mm -hmm. So if you have shorter words and not too many of them, well, it won't be so hard to create that try. But if you have long words and a ton of them, well, now you're inserting a lot more nodes, you're taking up more space, it's going to take longer. In general, it's just not as efficient. So basically, Mm -hmm. the terms that we use to describe this is M, 
where M is the longest word in the try, and N, where N is the total number of words. And the big O notation, the complexity of creating a try structure is O M times N. Mm. So M times okay. N is basically the longest word and the total number of words. And that's basically the worst case scenario, right? Yeah. Okay, remind me again, is that is that good or is that bad? Uh, it depends on what M and N are. <laughs> true, true. Yeah, and yeah. We're, we're, we usually talk about it in terms of worst case. So if the longest word is a long word and then you have a ton of words, that's going to be a higher number. But if yeah. the longest word is actually not that long and you don't have too many words, well, now that's a little bit more efficient. But mm, the way we talk mm-hmm. about it in terms of big O is the worst case. And so the worst case is O of M times N. So the worst case could be like really bad. Potentially. And but yeah. again, this is also for just creating the try. True, so true, true. maybe you could create a very large try ahead of time or on a separate thread or in the background or something like that. I guess it depends on like if you're going to have this try in memory, if it's used for something, maybe maybe it's okay if it's big and you're not blocking other operations while you're mm-hmm. creating it. Maybe potentially you're working with a structure that you've built a little bit at a time over time and mm-hmm. you're not creating this massive structure from scratch. So maybe that's not that bad because really when we're talking about inserting things in a try and actually it's the same complexity for searching and deleting, but mm-hmm. inserting something into a try, the amount of time that that takes really just depends on the length of the word and mm. the total number of words. So if you are inserting something and the length of the word is short, that's going to take less time. And the total number of words that you have is also not that big. That's going to be a faster runtime. But if it's longer words that you're searching for or you're trying to delete, well, now you're traversing basically based on the longest word that you have. And if the length of the word that you're searching for is the longest word and that's the one you're trying to delete, you're obviously going to have to do more work. So if we wanted to insert like supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, that would kind of be a problem. <laughs> yeah, that would take more, especially if you didn't have like any substring of that. Mm, yeah. <laughs> like well, if, they're super. That's good. Yeah. If you had super, yeah, maybe that's that'd probably the only bit, one though. But yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It depends basically on the length of the word that you're inserting and the total number of words too. So where do we see tries in real life? Where can I find them? Oh, you can actually see them a lot of places, but usually they're used in conjunction with other things. Okay. (laughs) So basically you'll see them used in combination with another structure or in the context of an algorithm or something. But tries are pretty cool because they're used to power things like autocomplete, which actually kind of makes sense because if you're looking for a substring of another string. You're like traversing down. Yeah. And you're potentially finding a value sooner, or maybe you're, you know, the potential values that could come down that branch. Yeah. If somebody was using autocomplete and we used a try to power it and someone typed in PI, and we know PIE is also a potential thing down the path, or PIES, maybe that's also a potential thing, like a potential hit down the path. Well, that makes a lot of sense. And again, that depends on the number of words, the number of keys you have in the try. So if you have a bigger try, well, now you can you can predict way more things. Mm-hmm. The other kind of neat feature you can see tries used in under the hood is for spell checkers and matching algorithms. Oh. 
Mm. And you can kind of like guess how that works. Because if you have a word and it's spelled incorrectly, then basically you can say, oh, here's a word, find it in the try. If it doesn't exist in the try, well, it's not correct. Here's a word. Mm. If it exists in the try, oh, it's spelled correctly. It's fine. It exists as a key. Oh. Yeah. These tries are pretty cool. <laughs> I know. They're really fun. <laughs> yeah, I like that they deal with the alphabet because it makes it so much easier to relate to the real world. You know, I feel like so many times we're talking about integers and, yeah, well, integers. and <laughs> it's, it's just numbers. <laughs> it's just numbers. You're kind of like, all right, so how do I use this for, like, my web app? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> we're, how do I bring it back with this one? I like this. This might be, this might be my favorite one. Wait, your favorite structure ever? I think so. Yeah. Wow. It took six seasons and it happened. <laughs> I've been waiting for you to tell me what your favorite structure is. This is the one. That's cool. This is the one I like. This it, It's a little tricky with the whole nodes on nodes, you know, the whole inception of nodes situation. But <laughs> besides that part, yeah, I think this is my favorite one. Yeah. Wait, wait what's your favorite one? What's your favorite data structure? Oh, do you have one? No, I, I do. I do. But that's because... Uh, that's because I just, uh, I like to go in circles. And so I like graphs. Okay, true. I Okay, you're right. I, I'm, I'm a fan of the graph situation. For sure. <laughs> for sure. But tries sure. are cool. Tries are really cool. Tries are I, cool. I like the yeah. substring matching thing. And I'm like, hey, you know what? This little data structure, it's got a purpose. It's got a value. <laughs> yeah. It can do stuff. And it does it really it can well. Do stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's it was right. a little try that could. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, I love that. Might be that might have to be the episode title. I love that. <laughs> I love to try that good. And that's the end of today's show. If you liked what you heard, please leave us a review and make sure to check out Vitahe's blog post. Link to that is in your show notes. Also, make sure to take a listen to the Dev Discuss podcast that I help make. It's the first original podcast from Dev, a global community of software developers of all backgrounds and experience levels. And the show covers burning topics that impact the daily lives of programmers and beyond. Hosted by Dev co-founders Ben Halpern and Jess Lee. This episode was edited and mixed by Levi Sharp. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Mm-hmm.